morning. It's time to get up. You wakey eggs and bakey. It's time to get up! Wake up, bitch! Time to get up! Get up, get up, get up, get up, get Okay. All right. So this is how they're gonna play it. All right. Let's let's do it. Let's get. Let's go for round two. Round two. Masks and lockdowns. Oh, that's gonna be fun. I'm just playing. What's going on, everybody? My name is Ralph William. You can follow me on X at Ralph William. You can follow my internet station, the SN Radio, on Twitter X. And <clears throat> am I low? Am I low in my headphones? You can people in the chat. Yes, I know. Again, go to epicstrategiesnetwork.com and join our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash WSM radio and join our Patreon, help support the station. But this is all about coffee today. So at the moment, calling all coffees. Oh boy. <clears throat> all right. If you have your coffee mugs, your travel mugs, your sippy cups, your doggy bowls, if you have a beer hat and you want to drink it like that, then go ahead and do and join me in this sip of cafecito. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. Coming in weird in my headphones. I don't know why. I feel like Eminem. <clears throat> I got no bass in my headphones or whatever the hell that track was. What's going on, Brina? Fair use. Creepers. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. If you're new here, hit that follow button. If you're listening to this on another platform, wherever you get your podcast, if you want to join us in the chat, download the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, and uh, you can come and hang out with us in the chat and uh, get some real-time feedback. Of course, when I pay attention to the chat, apparently, I'm very bad at that. Very bad at it. But hey, it is what it is. <clears throat> All right, so let me get into the nitty-gritty, get this out of the way. <sighs> I forgot my order. Oh, okay, so... Going through social medias and, and people putting out this little article that I guess I, it get me a little, I don't know, a little suspicious. Came across this video of this young man putting out an article. So th this is the problem. I, I don't know if this is, this could be fake news, but then again, like with all this new technology, and this is something that we're going to have to all have to take the time to to vet out ourselves to see if it's real or fake. One of the things that I found was, I know it's been, what, like a week or two since the fire in Maui. <clears throat> and then you get all the, all the stories out there and very horrific thing that happened. And then you get to people saying, like this gentleman here, saying that it was caused by, a lot of people saying that it was caused by lasers and stuff like that, but you know, who knows? We'll never know. But apparently from one of the latest things that I saw the other day is some, he claims that some FEMA officer or FEMA deputy, 
got arrested by the military. Now, I don't know if this is some QAnon stuff or what, but you catch this reference, you catch them referencing an article. And uh, I don't know, for some reason, you just can't, you just got to look for another alternative, but we'll get to there. This is the uh, clip that I'm talking about. And of course, we want accountability. Even I'm going to be playing a clip soon of uh, a resident there. She wants answers. They want accountability. But here's the post that I came across. This is absolute breaking news. Everybody needs to see this immediately. Military arrest FEMA Deputy Administrator Eric Hooks. It is no longer a conspiracy. People open your eyes and ears. United States Marines on Saturday arrested Deputy Administrator of FEMA Eric Hooks on charges of treason, alleging in a 34-page indictment that Hooks and his boss, Deanne Criswell, associated with BlackRock, by the way, ordered agents in Maui to deny fire victims food and water civilian relief efforts to stop by any means necessary that's not even the worst of it hold on and there's all proof behind this as well so besides a whole bunch of memos that had their specific signatures on it they also had a whole bunch of primary investor signatures on it as well so i'm curious if they're going to release that list but if they don't <laughs> right here the text encourages fema supervisors in maui to either incinerate or discreetly bury the dead over 3,000 people being confirmed people if you trust mainstream news media at this this point then you are literally a sheep being herded into a fucking flock the heinous and of course <clears throat> there might be some f-bombs and bad language on this episode so act accordingly if you have kids around you know the deal. of course you hear that and you're like oh man all right finally someone's gonna be accountable let's see what's going on i just try to do my own little <clears throat> checking around see where he found that article and apparently it's not uh, it, it might not be true it might not be true see if I have the clip from AI from the article on. Here we go. Of course, the AI was reading off of a USA Today website. An August 23rd Facebook video, direct link, archived link, shows a screenshot of an article that claims a top official at the Federal Emergency Management Agency was arrested in relation to the recent wildfires in Maui. Military arrests FEMA Deputy Administrator Eric Hooks reads the headline in the video. The post was shared more than 20,000 times in one day. The gentleman's name FEMA is... officials confirmed Hooks has not been arrested and is still working at the agency. The article featured in the post was published by Real Raw News, which routinely publishes false claims about the arrests of high-profile figures. So the gentleman is Eric Hooks, apparently is his name. But according to the, the USA Today article, he's still working for FEMA. There is an Eric Hooks. They, there's no, as far as I know, it seems like shenanigans. But man, was that very convincing. It was quite convincing. You, Some people feel vindicated, right? You can only imagine what the people in that area are going through. Like this lady right here that is complaining. And she has every right to complain about what happened and where's the help. We busted our ass and this is what we get. Nobody called us. Our phones didn't work from five in the morning. The fire was not 10 o'clock when I went to work. The fire was still there. There was no water. Tell me if that's that's coincidence. No water, no warning. And everybody talking about the satellite city before the fire. Lahaina going to be the first satellite city. Hey, Jeff Bezos, you got what you wanted. Oprah, you got what you wanted. And the guy who owns the nut, you got what you wanted. 
Fuck us all over. That's what happened. We need help in Lahaina. Who's going to come now and ask us, can I pray for you, Auntie? Thank you. Can I help you with your paperwork? Because all we got so far was $700, and we don't know who to call or anything. It's culturally insensitive in that zone. Now, that uh, um, woman, I don't know what to call her. I don't want to say elderly woman, because she, anyway, she, that woman from that area, she has every right. Of course, there's another clip that I, I forgot to grab, but she's complaining to like Biden, what, or the administration, I don't know, I don't know blaming it on one old man, but the administration sending out $700 to every home, because that covers everything. It's a damn shame. Fair use in the chat says that the electric company is to blame concluded that the utility company is at fault <clears throat> then i hope the i hope the steps were made to make sure that doesn't happen again and man regardless of the fact i think those numbers are probably accurate at least 3000 are no longer walking this earth right and of course among them children it's uh it's, it's pretty bad man down power line or something yes that's what i heard i heard something like that too down power line winds blew it into some trees or something and then it just started from there but it's just a damn shame that these type of things happen but of course this gentleman did not stop there he he had his own theory which seems legit come on who knows Maybe some, maybe, well, I haven't had a chance to fact check the rest of this. Maybe Fair Use can check it. But I'm sure that this is not far-fetched. He's talking about military equipment being used <clears throat> from China and the United States that have to do with, I don't know, laser-type capabilities. Let's hear this shenanigans. This video was went viral because of what happened. And uh, But again, the real losers here are those that are in Maui. Lahaina citizens have spoke about this since day one. They saw FEMA administrators doing it. Our source said mass grave sites near Lahaina proved that FEMA personnel were following Hooks and Criswell's instructions. Marines caught FEMA operatives piling corpses into a mass grave site at the Maui Forest Reserve. What? What's even more fucked up is the letter was dated August 5th, right? Three days before the August 8th fires began. Now, what I also find suspicious is the fact that these female organizations are financed and backed by third world adversaries. Now, when I say third world adversaries, companies that move trillions of dollars in assets a day, like BlackRock, for example, I'm sure you put two and two together now. Who else does BlackRock finance? CERN. Now, BlackRock is currently being investigated for sharing millions of accounts of American data, transferring billions of dollars of COVID relief money, et cetera, et cetera. The corruption goes on and on. They're literally being federally investigated along with Vanguard. So I'm sure you can put two and two together there as well. But what the ironic thing is that they supply, right? They have been supplying the Chinese military with all of this American money and assets, right? And just so coincidentally, a year ago, right? A year ago, CERN's which keep, keep in mind, it's owned by China, it's owned by BlackRock, finance, yep, you get it, had a satellite that was in that area, literally in Hawaii, a year prior to this, that had green pollution scanning lasers, right? Now, if you look into what that actual technology is, there's much more to it than that, what they've actually put on the mainstream news. 
For example, I'm going to tell you right now, this is not coincidental. Six days ago, okay, that was two days ago that I saved this article, okay? That's literally right after the Maui fires, right? U.S. Space Force creates first unit dedicated to targeting adversary satellites. Let me take you further real quick so I can really open your eyes to it. The military and CIA literally tell you China has already filled in a lot of operational counter space weaponry including ground launch kinetic weapons and lasers right there people cyber capabilities and electronic warfare weapons they literally tell you right to your face that they have had this technology for an existential amount of time and that they have been literally trying to find ways to battle against it now if you look into nasa and its testing grounds in africa for fires and you go back to 2000 and then you go all the way back up to date you'll see the same fires existing continuously in the same exact ironic spot now i guess that's climatic disaster though right at this point what's going on this literally adds up to smart cities and smart islands literally just the fact that they're trying to call it a conspiracy on the website of where they were showing the summit for maui earlier this year you call conspiracy on that i have proof i have receipts i have pictures that can back that shit up. don't try to call me a fucking liar dude see that's the thing they think we're a whole bunch of dual-minded, non-cognitive thinking individuals. But this is the age of the Aquarius, okay? <laughs> no, I can't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But those things, hey, just think of it, man. That uh, theatrical music in the background, like the calls to action and what they don't want you to hear, the breaking news. That kind of stuff really can get somebody going. That kind of stuff can really get you like, man, they, man, that, that might, there might be something. Now, I, I know that we all want to believe that. I do believe vaccines do happen, but man, there is a lot of things that are just uh, coincidental. Jesus. I was trying to say quinky dink and coincidental. Quinky dinkle. Anyway, <clears throat> those, try, those kind of things are uh, coincidental. Now I did, and there was no way for me to, uh, I'm definitely not going to read it, but you guys can go read it yourself. There is a list out there. <clears throat> I believe if you go to, I believe it's called, is it Smart Connect or Smart City Connect? You can find a list of future smart cities that are going to be made. So that is true, I believe. I've seen that list. I'd have to see if there's one in in my neck of the <clears throat> but. Check it out. Maybe just maybe Oprah's farmland is just blessed. It's blessed. There's no there's no type of a bad thing happening in that area. <clears throat> but anyway, the main point is that the people there are the ones suffering. So over two thousand bodies, maybe three. That's a damn shame. So hopefully, I guess no one, no amount of money is gonna help bring them people back. No amount of money. So hopefully they do something that can make sure that doesn't happen again but man just like a movie just like a movie if that was the case and then you could just have somebody say hey just tell them the utility company did it just tell them that that's what it was I can only imagine i'm only hoping that there's a dr evil out there hmm. <clears throat> fairy says yes and it's on the way smart cities hey it seems convenient man smart cities uh, from my understanding it I don't know if it makes sense. Oh, aid. I'm sorry. The aid is coming. Aid is coming. Relief. Gotcha. Like after having a big burrito bowl. Relief is coming. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, hopefully, man, they straighten all that out. 
they straighten all that out. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to uh, some more tangible things like <sighs> vaccine mandates or mask mandates and some new vaccines getting rolled, that rolled out. So let me just get that out of the way. Let's see, what do I have here? I got different cuts here. Hope I have them in order. President Biden faced public mockery as he approached the press while on. So apparently this is the article that kind of says that he blurred out. There's going to be some new jabs coming. President Biden faced public mockery as he approached the press while on vacation near the California border. President Biden said Friday he plans to request additional funding from Congress for the development of a new COVID-19 vaccine adding he may require everyone to take it whether they previously received a vaccine or not. Biden, who is vacationing in the Lake Tahoe area, was asked by a reporter on Friday if he could say anything about the uptick of COVID cases and a new variant. Yes, I can, the president said. I signed off this morning on a proposal we have to present to Congress a request for additional funding for a new vaccine that is necessary, that works. Biden admin to renew push for Americans to get COVID-19 boosters. President Biden delivers remarks in the Roosevelt Room of the White House on June 30th, 2023. That's going to be happening. Now, of course, you hear certain colleges already asking kids to mask up. I believe a company, Lionsgate, the movie industry companies, is asking everybody to mask up, get jabbed. And I found this news, news clip. Of us, of course, in the government side, statewide and hospitals, it's going to be coming again. That's the, let me see if this is the right clip. Governments, both local and federal, they're gearing up for a supposed resurgence of COVID. For instance, in a public message, the Los Angeles Public Health Agency, they officially recommended that, quote unquote, higher risk residents need to wear masks, citing an increasing number of COVID cases. The L.A. County Health Agency, they suggested people to wear masks, and then they added this, quote, To reduce risks, especially as transmission of the virus is increasing, the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health asks those more vulnerable to take precautions to reduce potential exposure. As fall approaches, all residents are encouraged to ask their health care provider what vaccines they should get to protect against COVID-19. The FDA and the CDC are slated to consider authorizing a new COVID-19 vaccine next month. And speaking of that seventh booster, just yesterday, the Biden administration announced a new $1.4 billion federal investment in developing the so-called next generation of COVID vaccines and treatments. Specifically, it was Mr. Javier Becerra, the current Secretary of Health and Human Services, it was him who made the announcement, adding that this funding was part of a larger $5 billion COVID-related program. Here's specifically what he said, again, just yesterday, quote, this is an investment in expanding our country's ability to respond to the future variants that we might see coming out of COVID. It's an investment in better protecting all of our community, including those who are immunocompromised and who don't respond well to the existing vaccines. And just like Operation Warp Speed before it, this new initiative also has a clever name. It's called Project Next Gen, and here's how the money will be allocated. One billion of the dollars will be put towards four different phase 2B clinical trial studies on a COVID-19 vaccine. Then another $326 million will go to Regeneron for a monoclonal antibody. And then another $100 million will go to Global Health Investment Corp, which, just for your reference, is a quote, 
nonprofit organization that is managing an investment portfolio known as BARDA Ventures, referring to the federal agency called Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, BARDA. The portfolio should expand investments in new technologies that will accelerate responses in the future. And so, in total, you have $1 billion going towards the development of new vaccines, $300 million for more monoclonal antibodies, and then another cool $100 million for new technologies to help accelerate the future COVID response. Furthermore, Besides this recently announced package, you have Ms. Natalie Winters, a reporter with The War Room, recently uncover a trove of government contracts. You can see some of them appear on your screen. And these contracts, they reveal the fact that, quote, the federal government has started purchasing COVID-19 equipment and hiring advisors on, quote, unquote, safety protocols. The unearthed government contracts from entities including the Department of Defense show millions in taxpayer funds being used to purchase COVID-19 equipment, such as test kits. Some of the contracts which are traceable via the federal government's spending database, are even scheduled to begin in future months, such as September and October. The Department of Defense, for example, gave Hologic Sales and Service LLC a $1.5 million contract beginning on October 1st that's set to conclude in May of next year. However, this all gets even wilder, which we'll get into right after I introduce the sponsor of today's episode by showing you this little piece of money. Or rather, I should say that this is fake. So <clears throat> it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again, and they're going to roll out the same old shenanigans. So that's going to be great for podcasting. Now, I don't know if they're going to get as far as pushing people into their homes. I don't know. I don't know. Fool me once. I personally don't care. I'm home all the time anyway. Maybe if I lived in a smart city, it would probably be pretty cool. I wouldn't need to really go where go to a lot of places. Just on a side note, I I looked, I came across... I don't know if they don't call it a smart city, but I think they call it a car free. I think they call it like a car free zone in Arizona, a place in Arizona. I think it's in Tempe, but it's like a couple of city blocks and everything is close by. There's no cars. Nobody drives. You either walk or you bike or you e-bike or you get those self-driving or maybe some self-driving or somebody drives you to a place i don't know whatever but it's you have these little dorm room types of areas now i I spoke to someone briefly that lives out there and she says that they've had that for a while and that is that's what it's that's what it's dorm rooms you have your little area for communal discussions or everybody hangs out but there's like a supermarket right near where you are you don't have to really go far for anything i wish i I, something like that here but then again being next to a lot of people that might have me uh, feel a certain way it's weird it's weird how it's me maybe people like me i don't know are advocating for being more out in the open getting out more but not next to people (laughs) don't get near me Probably because in Walmart, man, everybody gets all packed up. And which now I understand why I see a lot of people snapping at Walmarts. Just the other day, I just saw a video. I think it was a, you can't, I couldn't really tell very much, but I think she was like breaking a whole bunch of glass. I don't know if it was food or drink, just breaking everything out of Walmart. And everybody was just recording her, recording them. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, I don't like a, I don't like the prices either. Huh. Walmart gives me anxiety. Yes, same here, Brina. Same here. Like the village in Florida. The villages in Florida. I don't know what you mean for you. Yeah, can't do Walmart. Yeah, 
Walmart is, it seems to be, I think they're a reasonable price, but man, is it worth it? I think you need to just pop in there so early in the morning with barely nobody's around or at night. But then again, you're not the only one that's thinking the same thing. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. All right, going back to COVID. Just to give you guys a little reminder, I don't know how old this clip that I found. I was trying to look for the original. Now, the quality isn't, isn't very good. Apparently, it was from a, a I don't know, I forget what you call it, a health community. I, I don't know if they were like debating the how good the vaccines are or if they should be mandated or whatnot. I don't know what the context of that meeting was, but a man by the a doctor by the name of Larry Pals, Palsky, Pal, I don't know how to say his name, but uh, he goes into detail on what things are being overlooked in terms of these vaccines. And maybe you might've heard it, maybe you have not, but I think we need to revisit it because they want to spring this on us again. Despite what you may think about vaccines and all that stuff, just like there's warning labels on all medications, I feel like you should know the warning labels on vaccines. I'm just saying. Let's see if I can find the clip. What are your thoughts on that? You heard earlier that there's no real concern about aluminum because it's such a small amount, and so it really shouldn't matter. But the kind of aluminum that we put into vaccines is a different kind of aluminum that we see environmentally. This is called a nanoparticle, and nanoparticles bind really tightly to the bacteria antigens, the virus antigens, the food protein antigens, and any other contaminants that are in the vaccines that we may not know about. And we know that the biochemical properties of nanoparticles is that they are capable of entering the brain. And so we have not evaluated the safety of the aluminum nanoparticle and its injection and where it goes when it gets into the body and whether it gets into the brain. Do vaccine ingredients belong in the brain? No. Do they get into the brain? No one has ever studied it. But animal studies using the same chemicals that are in vaccines that we give to children directly demonstrate that the vaccine ingredients do enter the brain. We are ignoring this information. There are scientists in Europe who've actually done studies on the aluminum nanoparticle and have shown that it can persist in the brain for years and decades. And so what we're seeing is a large outbreak of neurodevelopmental disabilities in adults, including Alzheimer's. And one of the main factors that they're finding in the brains of people with Alzheimer's is the aluminum nanoparticle that's directly related to the vaccines that we're giving. So we have never studied whether the aluminum that we're giving in vaccines gets into the brain, and we've never measured whether it stays in the brain and what it does if it does stay in the brain. But we do know that vaccines are supposed to cause inflammation in the body. But we have more than half of our children with chronic inflamed conditions. And we've never allowed ourselves to ask the question, if the vaccines cause inflammation acutely, do they continue to create inflammation chronically? We have one in five with neurodevelopmental disabilities, one in 10 with ADD and ADHD, one in 35 with autism, one in 11 with asthma, and one in 20 under the age of five with seizures. And the autoimmune diseases are exponentially rising, and we are finding that the viruses and the bacteria that we're injecting into the body, along with the adjuvants, create something called molecular mimicry, which means the body sees those viruses thinking that it's foreign, but actually finds 
pieces of those viruses that match pieces of the self. And the immune system doesn't differentiate between what it's been told to reject and itself. So it will turn the immune system on itself, leading to an autoimmune condition. We know this about hepatitis B. We know it about the Gardasil vaccine. And we know it about the flu vaccine. And we continue to say unequivocally that the vaccines have been studied effectively and that they're safe. And that's just not true. So that's just something that people need to take into consideration. Now, I tried looking... There is like a ChatGBT-like research software or whatever. I tried looking to see if there's any studies linking aluminum in vaccines and, and, and human. Apparently, they, could, they, couldn't, they didn't find any, that they're not doing any of those kind of studies. And then I looked into the animal studies, and I think they did have animal studies that, that show that. I don't, I'm trying to see. I, I hope I have that clip. Did I do that? There are two people. That's not. I probably didn't clip that art, that uh, that sound clip. Now, of course, fair use says that there's uh, about 250 million people that have been vaccinated. Wouldn't we see people dying left and right? Not necessarily. Usually, these things progress over time, right? So you're not going to just see it happen like from one day to the next. And not necessarily death comes from it, but illness. Now, you can't deny that there's like mental illness roaming around in the United States. I just talked about it the other day. Over what, seventy thousand people just on the live themselves? I'm not trying to laugh at it, but according to the CDC, it sucks. Yes, there have been animal studies investigating the effects of aluminum adjuvants in vaccines on the brain. One study conducted on mice found that aluminum from vaccines can cross the blood barrier and provoke harmful immunoinflammatory responses in neural tissues. Eleven. Another study on neonatal mice found that administration of aluminum in vaccine-relevant amounts was associated with adverse long-term neurological outcomes too. A third study reported the translocation of aluminum adjuvants from muscle to the brain, with aluminum deposits detected in the brain one year after intramuscular injection of alum-containing vaccine 6. These studies suggest that aluminum adjuvants in vaccines may have potential neurological effects. However, it is important to note that these findings are based on animal models, and more research is needed to establish a definitive connection between aluminum adjuvants and vaccines and neurological disorders in humans. Right, that's what I found. <clears throat> uh, of course, I give you references. I'm sure everybody's aware of how to do that research themselves, if you want to. But uh, there are studies out there with animals. I don't know why they don't translate that with humans. I think they, the gentleman, I think his name is Dr. Larry Polowski. Polowski? I don't know how to pronounce it. P-A, whatever. But uh, he says that there's, like in Alzheimer's patients, they have a heavy amount of aluminum in their brain. So I don't know where they're getting that aluminum from, but that doesn't say that you should discount it completely. But don't blame the messenger. All right. And on that note, I want to end off with this clip, this little gem that I got from a, a listener. They sent this to me and I think it was a uh, pretty perfect. It's from a YouTuber. I think it's called, I think it's called WHF entertainment. And uh, I think it summarized everything pretty well. So let me just end off with that. And uh, I want to say thank you everybody for tuning in for this episode of coffee with RW. And uh, I'll give you a sign off afterwards. Oh, don't forget to go to patreon.com forward slash WESN radio. We appreciate your feedback. I'm sure I'll get a lot of it. Mandates are about to be, so I was wearing my mask to 
get ahead of the curve. I love my mask, especially in an election year, because it's a simple yet effective way to display my allegiance to the regime. Am I concerned that an analysis of top scientific studies was conducted this year and concluded that mask mandates did nothing to stop the spread of COVID-19? Nope. Am I concerned that mandatory masks once led to mandatory vaccine led to an epidemic of heart conditions in the otherwise young and healthy? Am I concerned that COVID stimulus checks and manufactured supply shortages have created a steep loss in purchasing power, making it next to impossible to afford basic necessities? Not even a little bit. Am I concerned that this state of hyperinflation will eventually lead to the perceived need for a government-backed universal basic income that will enslave us to the state in inconceivable ways? Not until it affects me directly. And why am I not concerned, you ask? I'm not concerned because I decided a long time ago that sticking to a bad course of action is much easier than admitting I was wrong. Because in order to admit I was wrong, I have to admit the right and I don't like losing face to or for anything. Unless it's my mask. I've decided it's much easier to pretend my mask protects me from a viral illness when deep down I know it only protects me from one thing. Personal accountability. I prefer to float through life blaming all of the world's woes on fascism, racism, or white supremacy so that I never have to face the true enemy. Wanna talk about who it is? Comment below with your opinion. Don't forget to include a source. I prefer to denounce the bad guys from our history books while simultaneous condemning the guys who wrote our histories. I prefer to call anyone who speaks up, fights back, or stands their ground a denialist or a sympathizer so that I don't feel obligated to do the deeper research. Real research takes away from mine. And lastly, I prefer to put on my mask and one day when my children, I'll tell them I washed my hands in the knot of COVID-19 ability for hand the world over to Kami. And thank you everybody for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Remember, send all your hate to at Ralph William on Twitter X. And I'll be gladly be there waiting for your feedback. Remember, stay humble, stay hungry, and you'll always be blessed.